Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The first four hours were simply in a moose-bouche. I'm stuffed. I can't remember the last time I ate this much. Sure you don't want no dessert? Not for me. Good. Your table is ready for Carmen and Lima's emerging podcast scene. Brought to you by Extend Technologies, XTNDAV.com. Why are you somewhat annoyed, or you seem to be annoyed, mm-hmm. that Clemenza is my favorite character from The Godfather? I don't think I'm completely annoyed. I, I just... For whatever reason, I don't think I'm completely annoyed. Did they hear my question or no? Okay, good. Yeah, for those that don't know, yeah. you asked me about Clemenza. And... You were like, I, I told you, you asked me my favorite character once. Usually yeah. I ask you stupid questions like that. You asked me my favorite character from Godfather. I think you were testing me to see if I actually watched it, mm-hmm. which I've seen it not as many times as you, but I've seen it a bunch. Uh, and I said Clemenza and like limited like a, okay. It's not that. He's just, he's such a celebrated character. And I've always thought there's just so many other characters that I care more about in both Godfathers, number one and number two. There's so many great characters. Yeah. And I'd have to go down the rabbit hole of number three. I'd have to watch it again to see who I would even care about from number three. Um, but I don't know. For whatever reason, Clemenza. See, I actually read the book. The book. Um, Mario Puzo? Yeah, way really? back. Way back in the day. So I don't remember Mario a ton. Mario Puzo was the author, by the The author, way. yes. But... What I will always take was it away. Was Wise Guys? Or was, no, it, was that, it actually The Godfather? I thought Wise Guys was The Goodfellas. Oh, that's Nicholas Pileggi's book. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I mean, okay. okay go, ahead. So, go ahead. Go ahead. So, what the, the thing that always uh, stuck with me and was not depicted in the movie at all is Luca Brazzi, how much of a villain, how bad of a guy. How, he was like a, a drug cartel guy. Yeah. Like, they didn't, they didn't just kill you. They didn't just shoot you. Well, they have to send a message. Or whatever. He was incinerating yeah. people alive. He was incinerating them. Yeah. Like, I needed that. That would have been interesting context to have in the movie. And maybe you'd argue Luca Brazzi got killed way too easy. Like, he really was that dumb. But remember, he was muscle. He wasn't a strategist. And so he was, he was kind of killed pretty easily. Walking in while these families are kind of starting to feud... And yeah. there's a lot of question about how the drug money is going to be handled and which families are going to be accepting of the drugs. Books? Are you talking about the book or the movie? I'm saying in the movie. Okay. In the movie, uh, you don't get a chance to really learn much about Luca Brazzi. The only texture you're given is that he is, before the movie, rehearsing his lines because he's not a smart guy. Yes. He's rehearsing the lines before he goes in to talk to the Godfather on his daughter's wedding day. That's why I believed it was so possible for him to die. I know he's an assassin. Yeah. And he's a, he's one of their killers. But when he's 
Like, dude, you really need to go over your lines to talk to a guy you work for and talk to every day? How dumb can you be? Mm-hmm. And so... Didn't seem like anybody was surprised either when he died. Like, no, when, they, when they opened no. up and saw the fish... Luca Brasi sleeps with the fishes. They're like, ah, yeah, we lost one of our muscles. I always wondered, it seemed like they were very lean on muscle. And and guys that... It was could, like he was their only muscle. Right, right. And, and then Enzo and the so, baker who's fake muscle. Yes. And so yes. that's why they thought they were so weak all of a sudden. It's like, where are all your guys? These other, these other entities... Should have been able to take advantage of this very early if all you had to do was get rid that of Luca Brazzi. Like Luca Brazzi, who can't walk and smoke a cigar at the same time. <laughs> He's winded. You, they, they think you took the you took the head off the snake, and now yeah. all of a sudden we are it's open completely season. unprotected. We're, here. we're vulnerable. That is so good. The other thing that is so great about when he is killed, I first of all the stabbing of his of his hand to the bar. Yeah, and these guys were like so nice. You know, and then all of a sudden you realize what's going down, and his eyes bulging. Yes. You'll never get that that imagery out of your head of how great of an acting role that was. Hey, I mean, how how and wasn't he running time in the movie? He's barely in the movie. Like Lenny Montana is the name of the guy. I just saw. Okay. It. Wasn't he a ri- like he? I know he's a pro wrestler. Wasn't he a legitimate? I uh, didn't know that. Oh, Lenny Montana was a pro wrestler. Oh, that's oh, great. Yeah. Um, that is so great. I think he was legitimate. Like there was a story of somebody went up to Coppola, like because they use like real mob guys as like yeah as, as like well because you got to do your history, and they did that, and like they 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 show him, and I think somebody went up like ah oh, he's gonna be on the movie like he's like somebody from like the oh, Bonanno crime great. family or something was like it has to happen. He yeah. worked for the Colombo. The Colombo. Yes. Thank you very much. Oh, that's hilarious. And they just decided, and they were like, oh, the Francis Ford Coppola was like, all right, like, I don't want to get killed here, so yeah, we're going to use it. Yeah. I'll tell you, the evolution of another character that doesn't get talked about enough, and always she gets looked at as an afterthought, is if you see the evolution of Connie over the span of three movies. Yeah. Three movies. You don't, the arc of like, Michael Corleone is not as interesting in Godfather 3, but Connie, Connie goes from, oh, she's just the daughter, to by the end of it, she is is full-throated. If I say what Carlo says, do I get in trouble? Spoiled! <laughs> and then he says the rest of it. Am I allowed to say that? I'm not yeah, going to say it say. No. But, but it. You have to you have to see how, and she's a great actress. You know, you think of her as just, just, Adrian and she's just there in the in the flower shop or whatever it's called. Uh, it just doesn't seem very. Uh, what's the shop in, in Rocky? What is she working in? She pet an shop. Pet she's shop. A, yeah, no, yeah. Pet she's store. a pet shop. And and she's just there's not much there for her. In The Godfather, they actually did they did over time evolve her character and it was believable. They actually made it believable where she's like, if you're not going to do anything, I'm going to do something about it. I. Okay. Anthony! She does take, like, a role of strength. Yes. When she was exactly as you say, like, I'm like, uh, she, Talia Shire is so annoying in this role. Because remember, their their portrayal of women yeah. in The Godfathers. Not good. It's, it's, a, it's an afterthought. I mean, the wife, the wife of Vito Corleone, barely in the movie, only allowed to be in the movie in the second act, or in the final act, I should say, of Godfather 2, um, at the funeral, like right, right, you know, before the funeral, yeah. before she ends up dying. So there wasn't much there for her, and it wasn't a movie about female. And no. Kay, 
K, I mean, it's one of the, one of the most powerful scenes of both movies, Godfather One, Godfather Two. It was an abortion, the, Michael. Well, that obviously, obviously, great, and she's now derived her power. That was the only power she could have. That's right. Was to have that abortion, right? Which you know, looking back, it's kind of a. He sick was a thought. son. But but she she had autonomy over that decision making while he while he was gone, and he was tending to business and becoming Michael Corleone. But the end of Godfather One, it was such a great window into this world and women's place in this world when he just simply shuts the door after he outright lies to her. Like it chills thinking about it. The shutting of the door on the camera, all you're all you're looking at is the fact that you are cut out. You don't get any say in any of this and you're gonna be lied to and it's shut up, enjoy the lifestyle, raise the kids. That's your role. But you still didn't get to your problem with me and Clemenza. I don't you think I had a Brazzi, bit. You went to Brazzi. You went to Connie. Yeah. We, I, I didn't even mention Carlo, which I got to tell you, I had to watch Godfather. This is embarrassing to admit. <laughs> I had to watch Godfather 10 times before it hit me. I was in my 20s. I was married to Liz. And it like hit me one day. I went, oh, it's all set up. The woman calling mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. like her. He knew she was going to throw a fit. Yep. He beats her on purpose. Terrible to say. And the family's okay with he, it. You, you knew Sonny, because he knows Sonny's yep. going to come after him. It's all yeah. a setup. I could not, like, I go, oh my God, I've watched this movie a dozen times, and now I actually realize. Oh, it's so brilliant. It's all done. set up. It's so brilliant. It was all done. to get Sonny out of, out of the house and get him on the car. The way they shot it with the mirrors, the mirrors oh, of, of him handing it to her and she she's helpless and the way oh, that they the shot bathroom. it because oh, now movies would have given you a thousand cuts and right up with with these close-up shots and zooms they don't do that and godfather and godfather 2 their shooting is sometimes you're like squinting going i can't see what's happening but you're seeing it through the mirror Dude, like, it is so bad like you yeah. want to like you want to get in the screen and like grab him like what the mm-hmm. f is your problem like and go after him like it's mm-hmm. that raw and uncomfortable and sad and like she's pregnant isn't she isn't she pregnant i thought she's oh, pregnant that, that she might be why it's all know. over the place i mean the whole room is being torn apart and he just beats her and the whole reason is to get sunny out and then they kill sunny and it i i, I don't know why it never clicked mm-hmm. until like a dozen times in cuz i honestly i always fast forward that part cuz it's like it's hard to watch is, this is rough and I like all of a sudden like, oh my God, this woman is calling on purpose. This is all mm-hmm. on purpose to bring him out mm-hmm. and to do that. Still, we haven't got the Clemenza. He's a he's he's the, just say what the what, Clemenza what scenes. You. Say what annoys you. The, no, it's not necessarily annoying. It's just the Clemenza scenes are all to add a little bit of levity to an otherwise dark situation. So it's needed for the movie. It's 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 integral in the movie to break up. To break up, I mean, he is—he's—he's committing—he's committing a murder with Pauly, right? I mean, he's—he's—he's he's, he's basically, and it's like, ah, you know, the leave the cannoli part. It's—it's it's, your turn to laugh. This is okay. I know this is some deep, deep, serious I, stuff, but here's here's the moment of levity. But you think it was actually in there as a gag? I think we turn it into a gag. There's so, so many things that are ugly in the movie, and like really dark in the movie mm. that I think we naturally as humans fine gags and so when you say take the gun or leave the gun mm-hmm. take the cannoli that's like the one spot we get to laugh yeah maybe and him also know. showing how to you know make the make the pasta 
You know, that's always always good. So what, Clemenza was supposed, do I have this right or wrong, that it was supposed to be instead of Frank Pantangeli? Because this is where we started. They they actually give Michael, I'm sorry, but they give Michael the the comedy bit when he goes, now what do you do after you shoot him? I sit down and I finish my dinner. (laughs) (laughs) Right. That's well, that that's common. Young, innocent yeah. Michael Corleone. Frat boy Michael Corleone. Sorry, go ahead with what you're going to say. Um, it was supposed to be because this Frank Pentangeli, you don't hear about him. Where yeah. is he? Frankie Five. What was it? Five? I always want to say Frankie Four, four Roses because of the whiskey. Because <laughs> he's drunk as hell. Always. So you always want to call yeah. him Frankie Four Roses. Go ahead. Yeah, well, he's so good. Frankie Five Angels. Yeah, Five Angels. And you're wondering where this character come from. How how does he and Vito go way back and we don't hear about him in Godfather 1? Yeah. Just seems very odd. And now he's living in Clemenza's house or he'd come to Clemenza's house. Like, so, Didn't Clemenza die? Yeah, Clemenza. Between, yeah. yeah, but so I think it was off screen. They couldn't get that character. I think he wanted too much money I think to go back. True. So they made Frank. And I think it actually works. I think Frank Pentangeli works. Even though they were willing to give James Caan the same mm-hmm. amount of money to appear in one freaking scene, oh my god, that he was in in, in which I never know. Which we've had James Caan on our station. You can hear that ninety two three the fan dot com. And they never asked him about it. I don't think. They, and I was very upset. That's right. They didn't ask him about the Godfather. And I was texting you screaming. Me, Lima calls me up and said, "What the? F- why? Why <laughs> did they not ask him about the Godfather?" I go. And you're talking to Adam and Dustin. They're not real cinema because you, pe- cinemaphiles people, over there, buddy. People, we got uh, who played who played Big Pussy in Sopranos that we had on. What's his name? Oh God, he was he was he so was, good. But he was in the background. He was he had the fur coats in uh, in Goodfellas. Yes, yeah, that's right. We we did two parter interview Tom with Zero. him. What God? What is his? I almost said I can't remember his name. What is people his? are screaming at their Spatori. computers right now? Ah, uh, uh, Jesus! What is his name? We had him on, and we did like 40 minutes with him. We remember this was the beginning of COVID. This was COVID because I was Vincent at home. Vincent Pastor. Yes. Vinny Pastor. Pastore. And how yeah. mad was and he? And also, I just Googled Big Pussy on my phone. Yeah. Which is on, on station. Now I have to. Uh, yeah, on, on our Wi-Fi so everybody could see what you looked at. So well, it's it did <laughs> pop up what you think popped up. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, him on the boat. Um. He he was so salty that he got written out of that show. He was so yeah, he salty, was. and you could tell it still bothers him. He doesn't feel like he's a, he feels like he's not in the fraternity. He feels like but he's I, not. That, I disagree. Well, the show went on for several seasons afterwards. Yeah, but it's like, dude, if you didn't die, like people love you as a character, and you die, and it's like one of the big moments of the it show. Is. It's like you still you had a great run. I know, for a but short you're deprived time. a lot of money. That's, it's really, a lot it's of really what it boils down to. That's why he's selling spaghetti sauce. I mean, the Gandolfini family is well, not selling spaghetti yeah, sauce. He does every like every point. sitcom that needs a mob guy. He's the guy. He's yeah. the guy that yeah. they go to. Yeah. So the I always Gandolfini wondered, family isn't selling you know, spaghetti sauce. So so bastard, so yeah. J- James Caan, I wonder, and it was you know he wanted more money, <laughs> and I wonder nobody thought. I'm sure as actors know, even in the 70s, the sequel's not going to be better than the original. They had to be thinking that. And so it, it had to become – I mean, my God, if you think about it, Francis Ford Coppola went broke. His movie studio went oh, yeah. broke. He filed for bankruptcy, I think, a number of times. He had no money. It was a bankruptcy, Michael! Uh, so they sometimes you have to do these movies. James Caan is probably thinking, uh, well, they need me in this movie. That's so, my new thing during the show. It was an interception, <laughs> Michael! <laughs> so he James Caan had to be thinking, well, they need me – They need. Uh, um, you know, in these situations, they need me for these movies. They have to pay me. 
yeah. right? They 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 have to pay me. Not Jay, Robert Duvall. Robert Duvall I'm also thinking about too. Like they need me. I'm going to negotiate Duvall. for all this money and they're like, "We don't we're we're not going to do it. We don't have enough money. Look at what we're paying the stars of the movie." And so guys just don't end up showing up and then it's a weird thing. Yesterday was his 91st birthday, Robert Duvall. I saw it and I thought of this and that's why I wanted to bring it all up. I swear to God. He's in an odd movie that I can never he, remember the he name was of. in 1969's True Grit, which oh, I, the watched, original. Yes. I watched with Axel over the uh, vacation. Mm-hmm. He watched the whole thing. He was playing Nintendo Switch, and he was like sitting with me, and he's like, because it's an old Western, and he's like, whatever. And then he like, starts to hear guns go off. He's like, pardon me, what's this? Because he's six. And then he started <laughs> watching it, and then we watched Braveheart the other night. Three Which hours, I love. I love that watch, you watch that. Watch Braveheart, and for whatever reason, and Owen brought this up before the show. This is gonna be great. I gotta set Owen up for this again. <laughs> I fast forwarded through Mel Gibson having sex with two different women, but <laughs> I was perfectly fine with him seeing a person get stabbed in the face with a six foot sword. Which to, what Owen said? Nice, ahead, commendable. He ain't gonna say. I don't remember it. what I said. Owen goes, "Oh yeah, because you know he's never gonna have sex, but he's definitely gonna stab somebody in the <laughs> face with a six foot sword." Yeah, I'm like, "That's right, yeah. damn it." <laughs> anyway, back to Godfather. So tons of murder for action. Who is your Rick. favorite? Who is your favorite character? Then, is it Michael? It can't be Michael. No one picks Michael as their favorite Godfather character. Um, and I mean, he's playing two completely different characters in Godfather One and Godfather Two. Yeah, they're well, completely he loses different. His soul in Godfather Two. Yeah, yeah. I uh, so, um, man, I'm really, uh, I'm really trying to <laughs> from a from a just a uh, just. I would think actually one of your favorite characters is Captain McCluskey, <laughs> because what? No, I hate Captain McCluskey. <laughs> he is so he is just so brazen. He's just why would sole- that be my favorite character? He's just knocking him around a little bit. It's so great. It's so so great. Why you want to hate that be him? My favorite character. Uh, uh, Jack- How's the Italian food here? Jack Waltz. Oh. and obviously, oh. and then um, Mo Green. Mo Green, best piece of ass I ever had, and I've had him everywhere. Mo Green was fantastic. I loved his voice. Oh yeah, he has that old East Coast voice. He really, you... he was my favorite. Mo Green, I, I just the way, like the the aura that he gave off. Yeah, yeah. And Hyman Roth too. Well, Hyman Roth's in two in yeah, part two, right? He's in part two. Shirtless. Wasn't that guy an acting coach? I think so. Yeah, I think he's one of the big just acting. Just when coaches he screams at. When he screams at him about not talking to Mo Green. When I wake up, I'll know I have a partner. If the money's there, I'll know oh, I have great. a partner. How great. How great. So that's Lee Strasberg, right? The yeah, that's Roth. what it is. Thank and you. He's an acting coach, yes. isn't he? He's like a famed acting coach. just said that. Oh, I, was looking looking, I was looking at my phone. Sorry. And so I do that all the time. The More, acting coach, Lee Strasberg? Yes, yeah. that's the yeah. guy. And how understated. The coach, Lee Strasberg. How understated he is. It's great. He's in dead. that role yeah. is so terrific. And when he comes out and he's, he's, in, the, uh, he's in the airport. And he's got his spiel, you know, and he thinks he's going to be okay. He's going to be saved. And it was the journalist. The journalist got him. Um, journalist. Damn media. So, so give me a favorite character. It can't be McCluskey. No, I mean, I've just God. given some of the side characters Okay. at this point. Who's the guy? I know who you want to say, but you know it's not going to be popular. What? You want to say Salazzo. I know you want to say Salazzo. I like it's that either it's, him it's good or... business. It's good business. Who does Abe go to play? 
Um, Tessio. Tessio. You like Tessio. Sal Tessio. I love where he goes, can you get me out of this jam just one last time? And then when, when he realized it wasn't going to happen, it was like a mutual respect. Like, I screwed up. Yep. You know I screwed up, and I've been doing this for many years. I mean, he looks like he's 80 in the movie, but yeah, he's he probably is. only like 40. He only died a little bit ago. <laughs> and, and he, 2016. And just, just that mutual understanding and almost a respect. Like, I'm going to ask you. I'm not going to beg. I'm not going to get on my hands and knees. I'm just going to say, for old time's sake, yep. can you get me out of this? And You got to ask. Can't do it. Yep. Sorry. I mean, how, how cutthroat. Like, sorry, Sal. But I think that's why you'll, you'll be annoyed by my second favorite character. Because he is Irish, it's Tom Hagen. Because he just yeah. he ne- he keeps every secret. But he was so hurt. He, knows he was everything. so hurt. He was so devastated. He thought he was a brother. But he Michael's thought he was right. part of the family. But Michael's right. We had to do it. You realize why he yes. had to do what he had to do. He had to cover his bases. And Michael explains it to him later on, like why yeah. he had to do it. It was so perfect. They do see. That's what I love about the Godfather. Godfather two. They don't hit you over the head with a sledgehammer. Right, there's subtlety. Yeah. There's subtlety, and they don't do exposition where it's like, "Here is the reason that something you saw 20 minutes Except ago happened." Except for it's an abortion, Michael. Yeah, that yeah, one yeah. is it, it right in your face. That is, yeah. But they, they, you know, there have to be. It was a moments. run play, Michael. Say <laughs> <laughs> flea flicker in my own end zone. Well, and when they stole the carpets, that too. Once Why do you like Godfather Two? Oh, I, should I do say, like Two. I should say everybody says that I'm the only. I'm the. I swear I'm the only. I should say. Says God, I, I, hate I to like s- Godfather One I, better. I, I hate, like them both a lot. I hate though. to see this. People are gonna get mad. Oh, and once again, just just turn your mic on. I, fa- I, I fast forward through a lot of uh, the De Niro stuff in Godfather Two. I know it's sacrilegious to are say you kidding me? because I just love. I love going forward Tahoe. I love the committee hearings. Um, I just I love the darkness. And yeah, the backstory's the backstory's interesting, and the way they filmed it's interesting. The color of it, and they give you that old school, you know, the the, the flavor of New York City and and Brooklyn, you know, back in the day. I think that's very cool. You have to. I mean, if you've seen Godfather two, how many times have you seen Godfather? Yeah, 2? way too many. More okay. than Godfather one. Yeah, more. If you've seen Godfather two as many times as you, I guess you get away with it. But you have to see Vito. As a child, mm-hmm. you have to see. Oh, that's the, awesome! That the, is the awesome. Pride of a uh, of being an Italian immigrant to mm-hmm. see then like Tahoe, where it's like you get you get Senator Gary talking about greasy hair and all mm-hmm. that. I mean, just being just the biggest nastiest prick you could possibly be, and Michael Corleone is unfazed by any of it. And it's yeah. like, boy, things have really changed. Like Vito Corleone's like proud; he's just doing whatever he can for his family, and this is always been a guy to respect and then michael's just like yeah i'm gonna have a hooker killed mm-hmm. no i'm gonna have her killed and that's gonna that's gonna give me my power and then when my mom dies i'm gonna have my own brother killed that's the way it works i don't i don't like godfather 2 as much as I like godfather 1 no and it's basically because i know michael becomes the godfather at the end of godfather 1 but it's like there's some goodness there there's still well his innocence Yes, but there's still. I, I he's am, on a date. I, you get to see him total, on a date with yes. his with with Kay. I'm a total. I really wish Apollonia would have made it. My God, <laughs> holy Jesus! I wish they wouldn't have killed Apollonia off. I mean, holy compared to Kay, what a smoke show! I mean, how many times was he with Kay thinking about Apollonia? I mean, how could yeah. you not? Oh yeah. Anyway, there's goodness there. Like Tom, H- like remember Tom Hagen's like telling him. 
in Godfather 2, like, basically, you can kill this person and everything's going to be fine. It's like, Jesus, this is ugly. And there's, like, so much nastiness to it, and I don't... I get the story. I know everybody says Godfather 1 or Godfather 2 is the better movie, but Godfather 1, it's just like... I am. I'm, I'm, I'm a sap, and for whatever reason, I am one of those idiots that want to romanticize something so bad. Mm-hmm. So bad. Like, there's got to be something that's going to be like, you guys got together. You guys were, you guys came to this country. Immediately, people did not treat you well because you're Italian. You guys got together, did something for each other, and then you all become rats at each other. Like, I don't like that part. I don't like the Sammy, in real life, the Sammy the Bull Gravano stuff. Like, all the other, I don't like that part. It bothers me. Because there's still got to be, like, people do, there is something that people love about that lifestyle. And they romanticize that lifestyle. And it always, always, always goes bad. Mm -hmm. It always ends up horrific. Whether it's because of money, drugs, whatever it is, it always ends poorly. And even now, it all ends poorly. Like, they try to do it, Mm -hmm. it's impossible to do it in the 2020s, but they still try, and they all get caught, and it's all ugly. Uh, one one character. I'd be remiss if I didn't mention one character. Who? <laughs> Connie's boyfriend that she brings uh, to the party oh to start Godfather God. 2. He's so worthless. Oh, my Michael God. Michael will not even look at him. He won't even look at him. he's not anywhere near his equal. Oh, it was so great. Brought and, to you by Extend Technologies. Go ahead. And he basically just opens up and is like. Connie's brother brought to you by Extend. Connie, if you want your money. And you want your protection, and yeah. you want all the, the good things in life. Um, this guy has to leave. <laughs> it was so good. He was such a BS artist, too, that guy. He had no redeeming qualities. did not like that guy. And you could, I mean, He's probably like, it. Michael's like, really, another one, Connie? Like, I want to know a whole miniseries on Netflix that you could do on her other boyfriends that she dated while she's running around with her, with her mink coats. and living I mean, she had to go through a, you know... I mean, Carlo treated her so badly. Oh, it's okay my God. to go through a couple of guys. They're just like, like, yeah, this guy, this guy was nice. This guy was a bad boy. This guy was well hung. Like, whatever. Have your fun. <laughs> Have your fun. Tell you Shire, go ahead and do it. I mean, she's such a killjoy in a wet blanket and got in Rocky. And so I like it in there. Um, oh, God. Who am I thinking of? Who played in Rocky? He's in Godfather 2. That played? He was he condominiums. Who was the... Who, I, I, why am I having a total brain fart here? I swear to God, I got COVID fog. What is the... Uh, help me. Help me. I don't know what the you're... Boss, the boss. He's a leg breaker for him in Rocky. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know yeah, who yeah, I'm yeah, talking yeah. about. Yeah. Chi-Chi. No, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, there we go. I like his character. But I like him in God... I like mm-hmm. him in Rocky. Like, mm-hmm. I, like that's the type of guy Cheech. I like. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just saying. All right, you got anything else on Godfather? No love for Johnny Ola? No. No. You got anything else on Godfather? No, that's it. You got anything else on Godfather? No. I mean, we got like four more minutes. Like Johnny's sister, Ari. Watch us run a four-minute drill. I knew what I would do. Like, I was like, I was like, we're going to have an easy podcast today. I'm going to bring up Godfather, and it's mm. going to take up a half an hour, and here we are. But now I want to watch. And I want to go back and watch Godfather. Uh, because I, is oh, Godfather your favorite movie? Oh, so I'm trying or Godfather to, 2 your favorite movie? Give me an elevator pitch. Help me out right now. This is perfect. If you want to tweet at me as well, 
my girlfriend isn't into these great movies. She's never seen Shawshank Redemption. She's never seen a great movie. Give me an elevator pitch to get her attention span because she is going to want to look at her phone. She's not going to want to pay attention to any movie that I make her watch that that has deep texture or great storytelling. It's, there's so, no me, other way. No, no, is... no. This is a different movie. I'm going to... I want her because I want to watch it. I haven't seen I think, it in a while. I, I, think I, was... I want her to watch Goodfellas. She has not seen it. Oh. And I want to watch it with this her. Is, What's the elevator pitch? This is This is going to be this is going to sound very very uh condescending. Mm-hmm. There's no other way to say it. You need to watch this movie to be a better more well-rounded <laughs> adult. She'll say, why do, why do I care? I'm an, you need I'm an to adult. watch this movie. Like, my neighbor, my neighbor, the neighbor kid, he goes to Capitol now. He's he's 18 years old. And I made a list of 50 movies. I haven't printed it out yet for him. You need to watch these movies to be a better, more well-rounded adult. This is your 50 movie list? Yes. Like, we're all sitting around naming movies, and it's like, a lot of this stuff is classic. And they don't have to be from 1967 to be classics. Yeah. Like, Godfather... Goodfellas, that stuff you gotta watch that movie. Casino, I'm not actually as crazy about Casino. Yeah, as some it, that's more of a fun. I think that's just a fun exactly. movie. Like that's well, that takes a turn. Man. And James Joe, Woods is Joe excellent. She just sweaty and putting the oh, yeah. boots to to Sharon, uh, Sharon Stone. Like, well, oh, that's not uh, not that's not something I wanted to see. God, but, she was so annoying, but so great in the oh, movie. It was terrible. Lester Diamond, though, James Woods <laughs> he's is so fantastic awesome. in that movie. He's so good in that movie, you know he's good, Owen. He's okay. His character's great. James Woods is excellent I've in that just, movie. I've never been a huge casino fan. I love Goodfellas is my favorite album. Oh, yeah, easily. Yeah. No, but the Goodfellas, first, I like Goodfellas more on, than any of them. The You're first right. 45 minutes of Casino where they are explaining how it goes from Kansas City yeah. all the way out to Vegas, that's pretty cool. That's pretty good. But I, I just I li- I do like Goodfellas more than I like the other ones. Godfather's a great movie. I'll watch Godfather anytime. Godfather two's a great movie. Godfather three, I'm not I don't rip as much as what other people do. It's like a cool thing mm. to hate Godfather Godfather yeah. three. I think it's the same with like maybe the Irishman. I think in twenty years, especially because you know Scorsese's got to be what eighty, like probably after Scorsese passes, mm-hmm. they're gonna look at the Irishman and like most of these actors will be gone. They're gonna look at it totally differently, but. Like when it comes to mob movies, like that is that's as American as it gets, and so I think you need to say there's there's some historical inaccuracies. Obviously, there's historical accuracies to it. It's just, and then you like I just love it because you get into you get into all like the the different background stories of of all these guys. Like when you like it took me like when I saw Goodfellas, I was a kid when I saw Goodfellas, and I loved it immediately. Loved it immediately. And then you start to learn more about the characters, like okay, Jimmy Conway, Jimmy the Gent, Henry Hill, what Henry Hill really looked like, that whole thing. The cop that really arrests Henry Hill and then sends him to the witness protection program is playing that character love in that. the movie. That's yeah, the real it. guy. I love that part. I think it, it it lends so much to it that Martin Scorsese's mom and dad oh, are yeah. in that movie. Yeah. It's so great. Like Martin Scorsese's mother is incredible as it was. Like she's great, but that movie, everything about it—the seventies, the eighties, the drugs that get that get involved—and there's just this this thing where, yeah, like Paulie, things are changing, and they used to do it an old way, and Paulie's disgusted by it, and you can see like you took this great thing, and you could say drugs maybe did it, narcotics maybe did it, you know whatever it might have been, technology, who knows? They took this great thing. 
that provided this lifestyle for them that, yes, was ugly, but took this great thing, this thing that we all romanticize, this thing that's kind of a dangerous fun for some people, and they ruined it. They totally effed it up. And now it's, it's I mean, basically non-existent anymore. Yeah, you really do wonder. Yeah. You really do wonder what's you going know, on. Like, sure, they're bookmakers, but even they're going to get phased out. I mean, they are. Well, yeah, because... Because they don't have the horses. <laughs> they don't They don't have the ability to do... I mean, in-game betting, your bookmaker's not going to do that. Really, you're going no, to call You're gonna call your guy over in Youngstown yeah. and go, hey, what's the second half line? He'd hang up the phone on you. <laughs> yeah, you know, like the, the bar- Barber Sam down in Canton who passed away years ago. You think that guy would ever have an app? No. Yeah. No. Sam was great. He used to call up Mike next door like two minutes before kickoff. I swear to Christ, two minutes before kickoff. And we'd be like, hey, and like would try to get him like five, five hundred. I mean, just didn't care. And it was it was fun. I liked it more like that, but it'll never be like that. It'll never be like that. And plus, and I'll tell you this, and I know that we're kind of way off subject here. I brought this up yesterday, actually, on the preview show with Gerard. I think I brought this up with you before. You gotta be careful here over the next few years when it comes to lines and stuff like that, because more people who are just normal guys are getting into it a little bit. I don't think they're as crazy as skin in the game, but they're getting into it a little bit, and it's affecting the lines because the numbers move no matter what. You know, we always brought up the sharp money in Vermillion. The sharp money influences it. Now it's just being influenced by you, me, Owen, whatever. It's different now. Well, we know how there there are people that don't even know the players' names, yeah. but they watch the markets. Mm-hmm. They 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 treat it like the stock market. They yeah. watch the markets and they see how much public money is there on a team, how much sharp money is on a team, and I'll bet it if the line is within a certain yeah. area. It's I don't know. I I only like doing it during the tournament and during bowl games. I like I do like putting a couple bucks down on bowl games. That's fun. But you're God. doing that through a book. No, we can't tell you that. We don't. You don't need to worry about that. I'm just saying. I I enjoy a good bet between friends, but no, I like going in the. I like going. I well, I can't say. I can't say. I can't say. It's uh It's certainly not. Like, do you have your guys in Pittsburgh? No. He's not gonna. I'm not gonna yeah. say. All right, I'll tell you who I am. Then. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 